0: Oh, 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 What's up, everybody? We back at it. We are back at it again. Real Talk with Dr. T, where we have real conversations with real people about real issues. Y'all, none other than Dr. Antoine Dunye Thurston. Uh, I know y'all like that saxophone. I know y'all like that saxophone. We jamming. We (laughs) jamming. But, man, we we are here once again um, doing our thing on Real Talk and to think that all this started from my book. You know what I'm saying? From a book, just being able to be more relevant to the people. And we're going to talk about that, being relevant or relatable uh, uh, and so forth. <clears throat> but I have a, an extravagant, extraordinary person with me. Um, And today's show, before I get it, I don't want to rest. We're talking about being saved, social, and susceptible. Um, some folk just saved and they're not social. And some folks social, but they're not saved. And then you got some folks that's successful, but ain't saved. And some folks successful, but they're not social. Then you got some folks that's you know, social, but ain't saved. And they social, but ain't successful. But we want to be whole, y'all. We want to be balanced. You understand? Know what I want to be balanced? And I think that's the key. When I read your book, or oh, reread it, I was kind of um, dealing with some things. Um, one of my leaders said, "Into imbalance, balance, balance." And I was asking the question, "How do I be balanced?" Like w- sometimes I feel like I am balanced, <clears throat> you know, in w- in one way or in my own thoughts, with my own with my own w- way I think. And then, uh, you know, when I picked up your book and I just started reading through it again, um, I saw you. You said the word balance, and it popped out at me. It just hit me like, mm, "Okay, I got to really read this again." Because when I initially read your book, I read it when I had I was in another business, but now I've transitioned into just full on entrepreneurship as an author, speaker, life coach, Christian counselor, minister, speaker, and all that type of stuff. And so I'm at a different place. Um and then you know, uh and, and balance. What is balance to you? Okay, mm-hmm. Doctor Thurston, thank you so very much. For- I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so rude. Please introduce yourself. I'm so sorry. See, I know you. They don't know you. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Tell the people who you are, what you do, guys. This is none other than a good friend of mine. We've known each other for years. Um, <clears throat> we actually met. We met cordially at the uh, Legacy Conference by a few years ago, uh, and he was selling your jewelry. We we're gonna talk about that too. Uh, selling jewelry, then, yes. um, then you invited me to this um, your friend LaKeisha um, bookside, book and signing. I came to them uh-huh. and you know met some people and, and just connected with other people and and so forth. But go ahead, go ahead, and this is none other than Dr. Shimona Wimbley, who are All you? right. You no, problem.
1: no problem. I am Dr. Shimona Wimbley, and everybody knows me as Shimona or Coach Mona or Mona, if you're uh, one of my relatives or close friends, um, I am very. I'm a person of many hats. Um, I have my life coaching business where I'm a certified life coach. I've worked in the financial industry for over 25 years and currently still employed with the with the public sector, um, working in the financial industry. Um, Now, as we speak, and I own my own jewelry company, Shakara Renee Jewelry Line, and I am doing so so many um, different things, have some things that I'm excited about that will be taking place in the month of August, and as you said, I wrote the book. Um, it ended up being a number one bestseller. How to be socialized and successful while strategizing for strategizing to become a better you. And so, as you said, so how do we balance all of that, right? Because sometimes when we make a decision that we want to give our life to Christ or we want to change something about us, it's like we have to lose a part of us. So how do you lose that piece of you gracefully or how do you lose that piece or those things, those people, those places? Um, gracefully? I like that word, gracefully. And, uh, and if you don't have to lose them, how do you balance them? And so when people see me, I always want them to be able to see the Christ in me, right? That's the number one thing. And I respect people for who they are. Very important point. My social life. How do I bring uh, in that social piece? ooh we. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I shouldn't say I don't know. That probably was a hard piece for me because I've always been like uh, popular and outgoing, outgoing, friendly personality. And when God transitioned me, he like isolated me, so I did not have to leave people. People left me. Wow,
0: <laughs> and you and <laughs> That's now, this pretty deep book. yeah, this is her book with her pretty face on it, so you know it's her, about <laughs> her pretty face. Save social, and I love the colors, I really love the colors. And it stood out to me when, when I saw it. I'm like, I think you had it when you was. Um, we was at legacy conference, didn't you? Didn't you have books with you at yes. the legacy conference? I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did just the color, the scheme the color stood out, and then that smile all this beautiful book. Um, and so you know, it's, it's like you're saved, but you're trying to be you're trying, you're more than saved, we're more than Christians, we're human beings, you know, we're still human beings. that didn't, yeah. that didn't change anything. We still have desires to be married, uh, children. Um, success, friendships, life and so forth. So we're still yeah. human. Um and so when I think of balance, you know, um, you know, balance is I think of tires, you know. I mean sometimes when they when they a, a tire is flat they, they fill it up but they have to balance it out and get all the keys out and smooth it out, you know. Um and sometimes one tire is a little flat it, it puts pressure on the other tires and it, it hurts the alignment of the car. So when you balance something, is it's equal on all planes and all dimensions and parts, and frames, and angles. And so I think it's about um, sometimes learning to equalize everything we do. And sometimes it won't be easy to always balance everything, but to be balanced within ourselves. You know, like you said in the book, um, I think like when we talk about the social, when I read about social, and when I read word social, how you define it mean to relate to could mean to relate or be relative uh, or relatable to people. So, like you said, when I'm when I'm around people, um, we, we have to we have to be social. We're social beings. You, you can't have success if you're not social. You know, we can't win souls to Christ if we're not social. We can't be effective Correct. in life. You can't even get married if you're not going to be social. So and then, like you said, define be, be relatable. We want to find something that's in common, some 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 qualities that are in common. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, when I'm at the gym, I'm around. Like sometimes I'm at the gym and I just I just create bond. I just create relationships and just connect with people. And we're helping each other out in an area, a workout, whatever. And we're just talk, we just chopping it up, and we're just enjoying each other. And you build relationships that way. Um, and I think what is lost in, in our society is just interaction, mm-hmm. you know, just relationship. It doesn't even have to be like a close friendship. it just be somebody, you you know their name, hey, how you doing? This is just a connection. You know, being able to first make that connection um, and then go from there. Um, and, yeah. and you said, you know, it's safe, social, and, and successful. Sometimes I think, like, even with myself, I've been so into trying to win a person of Christ, I, I wasn't being social. You understand I'm, what I'm sorry,
1: you were trying to...
0: I was trying to... I was more preoccupied with winning the soul or a person of Christ that I wasn't being social. I wasn't making a real connection. Okay. You okay. Uh, like you said in your book. Um, <clears throat> why is that? You think we do that? Sometimes we lose our social uh, I know that we're sociality but uh how can we be safe and social um
1: so when you talk about the um the connection right that is very important so uh, coming from the financial institution or that financial world that ties into sales so with my background being sales and marketing um we have always been taught Build relationships, and for me, customer service is like bar none, like bar, just like it's non-negotiable. So, in order to be able to connect with people, you have to, um you know, just be open and hear, you know, hear, hear them, you know, hear their heart. How can you relate to them? You know, that's even like having a conversation, like if somebody's going through something, or. Um, if someone is trying to reach a goal, you know, we don't just jump on trying to sell them. Like, let's just use this as an example. Like, right, my jewelry line, right? Of course, I want to sell jewelry, right? But I need to be able to relate to the woman that's looking to purchase my jewelry. Does she like dainty jewelry? Like, what does she like? What is her, um, what is her career? You know, is she out in the sun? Is, does she work in an office? You know, having that conversation, getting to know people on a personal level um, makes it easier to be able to help them reach their goal and for us to reach our goal, right? And then in that conversation piece, we can find out what we have in common. Yeah. And then from there, guess what? Then it's just like when, we, when you're talking about uh, winning souls. Like we don't have to go and shout, Hey, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, or whatever the case may be, whether you're non-denomination, whatever it is. We shouldn't have to shout it out. Like they should be able to know that by like just being around us. (laughs) Like, you know, I this part always freaked me out. Like I can go somewhere, right? And I'm standing in line or I'm getting my food or um, experiencing something with customer service and the, the, um, server or the, uh, the customer service rep will be taking care of everybody. Right. And they'll be like, thank you. Have a nice day. Or it's a pleasure come back. And guess what? Then when they get to me, they say, have a blessed day. I'm like, you know, you you've experienced that, right? It's yeah. like, how do you know that I'm okay with that? <laughs> right. <Yeah, yeah, laughs> Cause yeah. they, they just know, um, and sometimes we are we're talking about the verbal, the verbal piece of the connection, but what about the nonverbal, the smile? You know, um, is your personality open and inviting? You know, building that connection, all those things are a part of building that connection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you know, I, I I um and I think sometimes I just like this. You have to I think sometimes you have to warm up to an individual. I think sometimes we go in for the kill, regardless whether it's salvation, it's not about Jesus or sales or business or just success. We go in for the kill all the time. We go for the juggler, but so right. we, we don't really warm up. You know, um, and, and the only thing you know is, <laughs> it's like you know you got to warm up to that point. You can't just go in. Just like, you know, just hi, just say hi. How about how you doing? And and just start off with that yeah, social aspect and just just be human, you know, and I and I found that just being who we are, being who you are, and then getting outside of your comfort zone. Getting outside of your comfort zone. Um and, and just creating a relationship genuine. Make sure it's genuine. I don't think we should fake relationship or just seek relationships just for the sake of. But see, okay, God, who are who do we right. have? Who am I supposed to be? You know, there's some commonality, okay? Because um, everybody can't be in your circle. Everybody can't be your friend. Everybody can and everybody can't be in your business. Everybody can't be a part of your business. Everybody can't be a client. You know, all good money is not good money. All money is good money. Um, so you know, to save this, this, kind of we kind of got there. But even being saved, and you said something in your book, you said, you know, we're not better, we're not better than anybody. Um, and you said that wasn't your goal. But what I love what you said the most was, you know, you're 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 bettering yourself. You're bettering yourself. Um and then it's not about being, like you said, not being better, you're just bettering you. And in bettering you, like you said, the people leave. People that are not a part of our destiny and future, Mm -hmm. their fault. You know, um, how do Mm -hmm. how do you how do? And I had to learn that. You know, as I've grown, even within the last year, I realized as I was growing, I couldn't take some people with me. I couldn't keep certain relationships, and I think even in the social aspect or business, aspect successful success. um, As you grow as an Mm -hmm. individual, and as God grows you you start seeing that, okay, I can't be a part of this. I can't go out with them anymore. Not because I'm better. Not because I'm better than them. I'm bettering myself. and God has You know, how how was it when you had to leave your, mm-hmm. was it your, your sorority? Was it mm-hmm. your sorority? Okay. How did that feel? To, you got to leave. Because that was part of your social you know, like,
1: that's part of my yeah. That's part of my social. So to take it back, um, I pledged in a sorority over thirty years ago, and of course, guess what? You build a bond, um, with these ladies, right? And um, some are closer than others, right? And it's exactly as we say: it's it's the sisterhood. Um. But when we understand and recognize our calling, right? everybody, this is how I try to explain it to people because I always get this debate, and people say, "Well, oh, this was one of the one things that I had to deal with. Well, how can God speak to you? And there's mega pastors that God didn't speak to, and they still, you know, are part and you know, hey, guess what? We have two totally different calls on our life and who is to say that God did not speak to that person because God will speak and then there's um there's we have to respond so we can walk in obedience or we can walk in disobedience right I don't think that it was easy because I had heard, heard I had heard years ago um, why we should be apart but of course I was like whatever you know those religious people right <laughs> so you know back in the day you know that's how we think and it's, you know when it's um, lack of knowledge you respond however you respond but when when God spoke to me specifically, guess what I st- I rebelled and um, it was it took me like two or three months before I actually did it because I was like oh uh-uh, God you know I must not have heard from you. I, I must not have heard you correctly, and I challenged God. I was like, "Listen, God, I can't do that." And I said, "And and I was like, okay, but we're Christians, we're believers, blah blah blah." And so I said, "But if I'm hearing your voice, you, meaning you, and only you, will like lay out why, um, why I needed to do this." And so, uh, Dr. Thurston, can I tell you? It was like every morning when I would get up to press my clothes to go to work, it was like God was throwing out, he would throw out a word and then he would throw out a scripture. And then I would go to the scripture and then it would just be like, bam, it would be like there. And he gave me, I think it was five, five things. then he told me, um, to do a Facebook live to, um, (laughs) to say that I did it, right? I was like, oh no, God, I can't do that. (laughs) Here I go again, oh no, God, I can't do that. And God said, "Uh," said, no, I told God I couldn't do it because I knew the backlash that I would get from it. Um, Not just the people that knew me, but can you imagine the people that um, I have joined this organization with, um, the backlash that I would get. And so, uh, God said well he, he was so clear um, the blood is on my hands if I didn't do it but the blood is on theirs if I if I present it and they don't receive it um, so I did and I know the type of calling that God has placed on my life yeah. I know that I am a prophet I'm a prophetess and um, and God has placed me in the ministry of deliverance. And when you're in the ministry of deliverance, trust me, the enemy cannot find anything that looks like him. Period. There can be no door open. There has to be um, all doors, all access. You have to change. And life has to look a whole lot different. So. Um, yeah, that's that piece. Um, not not being apart does not mean that I had to end the relationships, right? But guess what? Some relationships ended me, and so there was a processing of um, of a hurt of going through rejection, of going through abandonment. It was like experiencing those things that I experienced as a child. You know, when you go to school, um, everybody's not going to like you. Mm-hmm. everybody's not going to agree with um, your beliefs you know um, and I've always grew up with not being good enough I know people don't believe that they be like you're so cute you so this you're dressing you this and that but guess what those same things characteristics that people see as good sometimes are the same things that cause people to dislike you. You know, uh, having a college education will cause people to dislike you. Being a doctor will cause people to dislike you. Um, being pretty as the world calls it will cause people to dislike you. Having money sense will cause people to dislike you. Come on. So, you, know, um, you have to deal with but you know all my life, and that's why people be like, you want me look so different." I look so different because I'm so free. I'm so free. I've worked so long to be accepted. I've worked so long to be a part. I've worked so hard to always o- try to overcompensate, just be good enough, for people's expectations. So. When I finally got to a point where Shimona, you have to accept the fact that guess what? You're not gonna win it all. You are not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to satisfy everybody, you're not gonna be able to be in with everybody, you're not gonna be able but but as I began to embrace that that happier I was, the happier I was, and in the midst of, of, of doing that, and, um, you know, just wanting to be sold out for Christ, like, you know, there were so many things that I was going <laughs> I had gone through, and so I remember a prophet coming to me and saying, um, like, basically, don't be angry because of all of the things that you've gone through, because these are all tests, like, so that you can be able to stand. Like, how are you going to be able to, to fight and teach spiritual warfare? Like, people don't even know that I do that, because guess what? Look at me. I look like a weak wing, right? <laughs> but, um, but I've gone through so many tests. Like, I, I say, listen, name it, name it, name it, I've been through it. Name it. I have been through it. I've been through somebody, you know, doing witchcraft. I've been through divorce. I've been through um, relationships. I've fornicated. I've had an abortion. I, you know, name it. I have done it. I have been through it. And guess what? And I had to deal with all the consequences. And and, and guess what? I'm going to have to come back because we don't have to do a whole other story about it you know, people think that they can just do a sin and say that they repent. But let me tell you something. Some some spirits are attached to, to that stuff strong
0: But I love what you said. You said people say you look so different because I'm free. And, you know, somebody hit me up the other day and said, Antoine, since the last time we talked, you are at a different place, a different level. But leaving where God told me to leave, religiously, spiritually, um, mm-hmm. my whole reference set me free spiritually, and was setting me free progressively to the point where people, my sound started changing, my post started changing, and people say, "Tuan, your post is changing, where you talk is changing," and some of us we can't get what God really wants because. Something in us hasn't been changing, and sometimes we are the environment we've been brought up in all our life, or the church setting, or the group, or the environment. Like you said, the social, the, the social group, whether it's religious or secular, that group can keep you bound. And so, God's got to bring you out of it to change your sound, to change your frequency. To to. I, I gotta say this because, I just I gotta say it's like frequency, frequency because there's a there's something apostle cynthia said and, and i just came to my spirit there's a whistle for dogs that only dogs can hear and when you blow that whistle they'll respond to it. and sometimes god is talking to us but because we're not in position and we're not sensitive and we're not on the same frequency as the holy spirit wants us to be we can't hear what god is really saying and so what god mm-hmm. has to do to really make it clear he has to take us out of certain places from around certain people and environments so we can line up with the frequency of heaven and the frequency of the Holy Spirit to be able to just clearly hear him. Uh, and like you said, that's what God was doing with you. Uh, and that's what God's been doing with me. Um, and, and, and it's, all of it. it's always a constant change God is doing in us, a new thing he's constantly doing in us, within us. Uh, and so, like you, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for me. I went back for a service, and I prayed, and folk got mad. So I went back for a service. So I had to go back for a service. I wasn't preaching, but they just wanted me to pray. I said, I'm gonna come over there and pray. And, and, and honestly, going back to the old doesn't feel good. Just visiting, I wasn't even, I was just there for service. And you know, some people thought I was throwing off. I wasn't throwing off. I was just speaking the reality and the truth of what was really in the house. Um. And some folk will, will mm-hmm. some folk will perceive your freedom as arrogance or or even compromise mm-hmm. because they don't understand freedom. They never like, <laughs> really be free. They might be saved, but they ain't free. You know, we can you can have religious mm-hmm. bondage. You know, you can have bondage to financial bondage. But if you're around somebody that's financially free, you look at them you are like, how did you get that? You gotta, you know, you gotta do certain things to get that, and. You know, freedom makes you makes you look different, makes you sound different, makes you talk different, and 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 that's what we've been experiencing. That's why we've been doing this, and 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 then also what you said in the book I love was, you know, you still love to dance, you know, you still love jazz, um, <laughs> listen to secular music, um, and, and so forth. You know, I do like music. I do enjoy it for entertainment purposes. Uh, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just to be, oh. him, you know sorry. Just to en- enjoy my humanity on earth while I am a spirit being have a soul in a body. How do you? Right. How do we? How do we balance? Just you know, like you said, exactly? <coughs> you know, I remember. I'll say it like this. I was part of a, a religious organization. Uh, there was jazz mm-hmm. and the Gal- Years ago, jazz and garden—they have it still now. Yeah, and some the saints and believers went to jazz and gardens, and like the following Sunday or the next day or whatever, we had service. Mm-hmm. And one of the missionaries said, "You know, we got saints in the jazz and garden. They compromise. We supposed to live holy." And I was so turned off by, it, as I'm like, "It ain't nothing but jazz. You know, they're just enjoying. Them. So Leave folk along. You know, in myself, within myself, but it's like sometimes." We're so saved. We're so saved. We can't. We can't. We can't have friends. We're so saved. We can't be happy. We're so saved. We can't have a conversation. We're so saved. We can't go to the movies. We're so saved. We can't listen to this and that. And there are there need to be boundaries. We're gonna talk about boundaries in your book, but you know, God wants us to be free. He wants us to enjoy the life that He gives. What is, how do you balance your social life? And does your social life? look
1: so I do. I love to dance. I do. I love to do line dances and things like that. Um, and I do understand, um, the frequency of music. I understand, um, that, oh gosh, just a deep. I don't want to be deep, but, um, I do understand, um, the whole music world, um, you know, as God elevates, right? He teaches and and He gives you wisdom and and so I I just kind of choose what music I listen to. Yeah. I don't watch um, award show award shows and um, things like that. I don't. Because I understand the ram of what is taking place, um, certain artists I don't listen to, certain music I don't listen to, but I do, I do, I do, I do love to dance, and um, and so let's see what does it say. People need to know. Talk about the frequency and how spirits are attached, Brittany. Brittany, want me to go deep? Well, you know, um, and if you want, you can read the comments. So so Brittany, by Brittany making that comment, Brittany's very aware of, um, she's very aware and she's very knowledgeable of some things, right? Um, oh gosh, Brittany, how do I go here? Okay, I'm, I'm going to kind of ease my way. The Holy Spirit will begin to teach you. The Holy Spirit is not going to give you wisdom and knowledge and throw. You're breaking
0: up. You're You're breaking up.
1: Uh, Okay. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? me? Yeah. Okay. I said the Holy Spirit will not. Introduce you to something that you're not open to. That's, that's my belief. Why do I say that? When, you know how they say, um, what's that saying? Like when the student is ready, the, the teacher will show up. <laughs> um, but when we're hungry and when we thirst for more and for more revelation, as we want more, God will begin to reveal more. Right? And so um, in that, um, you know, you learn that some, you know, some of those artists, <laughs> you know, gave their life to an entity um, for success. And so in in doing that, there's an influence that is projected through their music that um, puts out a frequency. Because we're we're spirit beings. You hear lately, because we're starting to walk in the place of more knowledge, energy, frequency, all those different things. and some of that music is designed to take you to a whole nother place. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Brittany, I hope that kind of answered the question smoothly and subtl- <laughs> subtly. I don't watch um, um the shows because I understand the uh, music shows and award shows because I understand that there's a projection that's taking place. And many people do not know. <laughs> And
0: There's some yeah. that yeah. they open themselves up, you know, uh um, to, to demonic rank. And and you do you, you <laughs> this is for a whole other conversation. That's a whole another. <laughs> you know, and I, and I and I definitely believe the Holy Spirit works with our conscience. You know, we still have a conscience outside the Holy Spirit. God gave us a conscience of no good and evil, and no right and wrong. So we all don't have that conscience. Um, the Holy Spirit makes it a lot more sensitive, um, speaks to our spirit, our conscience, um, and makes it more relatable um, and relative mm. to where we where we are at that moment. Um, so, you know. But it's um, so
1: much more deeper. Um, you know, lately I've been doing a um, talk show, radio show with Apostle um, Keith Williams in the morning. So. This past week, like we literally spent a week on hearing the voice of God, mm. and so you know, teaching, you know, how did do, how does a person know what's wrong when they can't hear the voice of God or they don't have discernment? Well, you got you have to want it first of all. You have to want to be able to have a relationship with God, and the Word of God says, "My sheep know my voice." that's that's a word all by itself. So I don't wanna say mm-hmm. if people are not hearing from God, but my sheep know well, my voice. It's just like uh the example was a child knowing their, their parents' voice. Exactly. Their father's voice. Right? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, I am lunching <laughs> soon and so and these are some of the things i am going to talk about i am going to be more open I, I um i know that that's why god gave the opportunity so that there can be more transparency and and these type topics are something that we're gonna to have to kind of ease our way in But first we got to teach everybody that they're a spirit being we be leading with this physical body self but we are spirit beings before we are physical beings. And everything that we are living through right now has already happened in the spirit realm.
0: Exactly. Amen. When, when you said about spirit realm, I said this, I quoted this and said this a while a few years ago. I said when I was a kid, you know, sometimes my mom would go to events um, like a banquet or she'd be around a lot of people it was it's loud. But I'm looking for my mom, I can't find my mom. I could hear her voice even in the crowd. Her voice stood out. Her voice was distinct from everybody. Even though I'm hearing all this chatter, you can right. hear the parent laugh. Oh, like, oh, that's mom. That's dad. Or they're just, yeah. they're just having a conversation. And their their voice, because you're so used to it, you're so in tune to it, because you're the child and you spent time with them home. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the home with the family. Um, in the house to mm-hmm. so now no matter where you go I'm, I can hear your voice and I can and I, and I was able to find my mom because I was able to listen to her voice and, and <laughs> the real question people have to ask you know and we're gonna talk about because this is how you got saved as well mm-hmm. you heard about it from other people but when you ask God Lord show me who you are God started talking to me um and so why do we have all these religions because people don't know the voice of God. This, this, mm-hmm. people are going through doctrines or demons because they don't know the voice of God. They're listening to heresy because they don't know the voice of God. Just because, and I actually said this last week to Apostle Amos. I said, "Some came said, in my spirit, said, some had came my spirit and he confirmed while he was preaching. And I said, be careful of imitators." You know, there are people that can imitate Michael Jackson or imitate Denzel Washington, but it's not Denzel Washington. Uh-huh. Satan will try to imitate the voice of God, the sound of God, the frequencies of God, the similarities of God, and this is a form of godliness. Satan will use godliness and mix it to try to persuade us that it's God and it's not even God. And we have to be careful that we know the, 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 the difference between God's voice <laughs> and His character. And and look, that's it. not even when somebody imitate somebody. It's not even just the voice; it's the subtle change in the voice frequency. Mm-hmm. God has his own frequency. God has his own frequency, and if we just listen into it, we can mm-hmm. really, you know, take hold of it. Your, your your journey to salvation. Uh, like you said, you didn't know God for yourself. Really, that's just the, the thing about it; it was secondhand knowledge. And right. Verse in this church said this. But you ask God, Lord, well, show me who you are. Yeah, name. so
1: right. Um, I have been brought up in the church all my life, right? Going to church on Sunday. Um, my my dad's side of the family, my grandmother and my grandfather was in the church, going to church every Sunday with them. Um, when I'm home with my mom, going to church with um her side of the family. So I have always been in church. Um uh, so you know it was just one this one sunday i was at church service and i was sitting there It was an easter sunday and it really wasn't that i was so complex but i'm just like okay god you know we keep coming to church and you know everything is like a bible study so i'm getting it and every easter sunday you know we hear the same story that that that, you know Jesus died he rose and that's why we're saved and I'm like okay God we keep hearing this and guess what and God I believe this I believe this because guess what I've been taught to believe this but guess what I want to know for myself because some of these words they like this stuff is real like you are real you're the word the word is God and the word is life right Mm -hmm. so I was like I want to know for myself OMG I and I challenge people anything that God releases me and tells me I always tell people to go back pray about it ask God for yourself I remember this this thing. so I was working in a hotel part-time and I, I like to watch um, YouTube videos and I do a lot of my learning there I um, the different books of the Bible there. And one day a uh, video came up and it was talking about one of the lost lost books in the Bible. And then the man started saying like um that these are the lost books of the Bible and they are real and blah blah blah. Oh god I was so angry. I was angry. I was like hey, y'all, I'm gonna
0: stuff Right? Up, right. Prophet, and the Holy
1: Spirit up. spoke to me and said,
0: Okay. You're breaking
1: up. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me? yes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I I was saying that <laughs> I I was so angry because I said they always bringing up these false things and saying like different things and all these different you know, just stuff. And so I remember putting the phone down, closing it up, the video, and the Holy Spirit said, the lost five book is real. He was like, those books in the Bible, those lost books, they are real. I was like, okay. I was like, well, first of all, God, I'm still trying to learn this book right here. So you mean to tell me I got to go back and learn these books right here? But who is teaching that? If the Holy Spirit hasn't revealed that, who is teaching that? Mm-hmm. Who? Some people don't even know. But I'm. I've said. I'm looking all the those statements to share. When you said um, talking about, so you're breaking up
0: again. Like. Okay. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. breaking
1: up. Okay. what about? Can you hear me?
0: Okay, we can hear you.
1: Okay, hello? Yeah. Okay, can you hear me? Okay, so basically I just said God, I want to know for myself Period I just want to know for myself And I just asked God Just like I'm having this general conversation And that was the beginning Of my transformation I've always been a believer um, But I wanted to know for myself And when you start Asking questions for yourself You do not have to lean on other people's Interpretation you do not have to believe on other people's word. <laughs> you don't have to believe on anything but the voice of God.
0: Yeah. And so, and, uh, yes.
1: so, I wanted to know for myself. I wanted to know for myself. And when all H-E <laughs> double hockey stick broke out because in order for God to reveal who he is, he has to show you that it is not you that is putting things together. It is he That is doing everything in
0: your life. And you you said you had to give it all to (laughs) him, and when you had to, and you had to stop listening to people. I've I've learned, and I'm still learning, that there are certain people I can't go to for advice, even though they have good intentions. They can lead me astray with good advice. It's not God advice. You understand? Mm -hmm. It's not coming from the Holy Spirit. It's just something that they can just come up with information or. They can just give you their opinion about something, but it's not really the, the Bible says the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. You know, Romans 12 says. And so, you mm-hmm. know, at the end, you know, when you talk about the steps of strategy for mm-hmm. success, you know, you talk, and you said success is so many different things depending on where we are in life. And I've learned to not box myself in when it comes to success. And I actually That's got right. done talking about success because some people are successful and not whole. So they're not they don't have they may have financial su- success, but they don't have emotional success. They don't have spiritual success. They don't have relational success. They don't have physical success with their body. Their body's sick, they're down, they're always in pain. That you're not you can be successful in one area and broken in every other area. Successful can be enjoyed if you're not whole as an individual. Um right. So when you said at the end, it, and it really resonated with my spirit, the why meant and strategy meant to yield to the Holy Spirit. And that's something I have been learning to do, and the Holy Spirit has been teaching me to you have to yield to me. And I have to stop yielding to even my own desires, what I want or how I want it. I had to learn um to not, even trying to do things my way wasn't God's way. Even though it was his will, but it wasn't his message <laughs> how he wanted to bring it forth. This reminds me of Abraham. Abraham took one of his servants, Eleazar, and was going to just give him to his wife and say, hey, this is going to be my heir. I'll get heir from him. And God said, no, I don't want to do it that way. I promise you, Isaac, I'm going to do it my way. And sometimes we become impatient with God. We, we try to do it our way, but our way Produces Ishmael's instead of Isaac's. Our way produces flesh and Hagar's instead of, instead of Satan's. So, and that's something God had to teach me, but I had to yield to God. And sometimes, like you said, and what I love the most also is accepting failure from others and ourselves. Failure teaches us, it teaches us to yield to God. It teaches us humility. Teaches us, okay, God, let me stop trying. Because every time I try, I mess up. I'm going to let you do what you do best. You know, and God can change everything around. And sometimes even when you you didn't know why you were moving to Dallas, but God knew why he was moving to Dallas. And sometimes Dallas. We, we end up in certain places and we don't know why or how we got here. But God was moving it the whole time. Even like right now, where I I have something things that I have to do this weekend, I know that's God doing the things what that He's doing. But yet you know, I'm learning, okay. Let me back, let me back away. I've done my part, I've given it to you, God. I've I did my part. If this is your will, I give it to you. Let it let this not come to pass. Let, let that transpire. If this is your will, let it be done. If not, then take it away from me, cut it off. You know, that's how I'm learning to pray. Sometimes I don't I don't have the science to see everything, but God does. Right right I
1: remember when uh, I have never been fired from a job <laughs> so, but listen to this I went from retail banking to the mortgage side and it was a struggle for me so my boss was like Shimona you are not closing any deals so you know what let me tell you something I could have been angry I could have said you know let me figure out how I'm going to um come against them, and like all these different things, right? I just began to pray. I was like, God, if it's your will for me to be here, I'll be here. But if it's your will for me to leave, guess what? I'll leave. And the the next month came, and he was like, Shimona, I am so sorry. I was like, no, it's no problem. But can I tell you, I ended up leaving that job. And I was like, okay, God, I don't know what's next. You know what you have me to do? But um a lot of people do not know. Look, here I am. I'm gonna testify. Here I am driving a Mercedes. A Mercedes. I have my car. I was like, God, okay, what am I do? I have Mercedes. I was strolling through Facebook and Uber came up. Do you know I signed up for Uber and I was making four to six thousand dollars a month more than I was making on oh, my good Corporate job, <laughs> wow. yes. Yeah, so and um and so that's how I began to um, save the money and build to put my money into my jewelry business. That's how I started. That is how I got started. So that's the story behind Shakira Renee.
0: I Ubered, wow.
1: to make money. Shakira Renee.
0: Is that your middle name, Chikara?
1: No, that's my daughter's name. My daughter, um, Shakara, was born in the year 2000 and she passed away in 2016. I'm sorry, i talking about 2016. In 2000, she was 16.
0: Old, breaking in up. I can't
1: in be. Which her- uh-huh. You know, in- up. we're going out.
0: Look, like we're well, we
1: gonna, gonna, gonna plead, plead the blood of Jesus over you know, this thing right work, now. Work, in the name of I
0: Jesus. <laughs> so, I knew you had lost. What you daughter. think? Okay, go ahead. I knew you lost a daughter. <laughs> but say it again. How did she mm-hmm. pass? When did she pass? She was
1: born in childbirth. heart. Her heart is large, mm-hmm. so it's um, enlarged tissues right so her heart was the size of an 80 year woman um but that was part of my test so I believe God for her healing and um, when she passed away I always tell this story how I was so angry with God I was like God how dare you <laughs> um, we are healed and blah 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 and so God let me be be able
0: you're breaking up you're breaking up, you're breaking, up. You're breaking, up. You're breaking up you're breaking
1: up problems yeah. can you hear you as you when
0: y'all pray, pray for this wifi y'all in the name of jesus you're the Prince of the Papaya that comes to this right my my in the name of My Jesus. We can't the hear Prophet, we can't hear you, we've been breaking up. Oh, we lost The blood of Jesus over the body. the blood of Jesus, I'll pray for the broadcast. The blood of Jesus over the broadcast right now. Success, proper connection. Okay, I'm Hello?
1: Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. what I was saying was I was angry at
0: God.
1: I said, every time you
0: are, are you using data or Wi-Fi? It might be best if you go to data because Wi-Fi is really tripping. Because we can't hear you again. Okay, what about now? <laughs> okay. What about now? It's a little delayed, but using data or wi fi
1: Can you hear me? I was using Wi-Fi. Now I'm on data.
0: Yeah, keep it on data. I had to learn that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi is good, so data is better and you just I don't know sometimes data better. That is with the company. Okay. What about now?
1: So Can you hear better? me? Yeah, it's better. <laughs> yeah. No, I was saying I prayed and um, I, I no, I was talking to God and God said, every time you prayed for me to heal her, I healed her. But on the last day, you prayed and said, "Lord, your will be done." So therefore, <laughs> it was His will. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and 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 that's why people. That's why I'm. But me, everybody pray me. the people that God to get a word through to God. No, um, prophetess,
0: you're breaking up.
1: But if y'all in an agreement.
0: Did you bring it up again I'm not, I'm not like you everything you're saying is kinda like a uh, that's poor connection, my speech. do you am I stuttering, am I stalling or stuttering in my speech? Connection on your side? All right. Let me try something. All right, hello. Hello. Okay. Hello? Okay, thank you, Marjorie. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's on her side. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, can you hear me now?
0: Yes. Oh. Usually, a hotel Wi-Fi is good. You, rebu- you rebuke and bind this right you rebuke the enemy right now, Satan. So now you're
1: frozen, but I need to date. I'm
0: frozen? Satan, we rebuke you, we you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you, trying to mess up our broadcast. We take authority over the prince of the power of the air, Satan, the Lord rebuke you right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen, by the Holy Spirit. you cast out all principalities that's coming against this broadcast. Now, line up with the will, the purpose, and the mind of God and what we say. What well, so ever we bind on earth should be bound in heaven. If so ever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And we say right now, decree and declare, this broadcast will go on in success, prosperity, and no more disconnection <laughs> In Jesus' name, we command the Wi Fi to work. We command all He's things A. properly according to everything we say. In Jesus' name, we sit up with the blood. When two or three are gathered, you are in the midst. And by the sound of two witnesses, it is established in the earth. We establish the will of God right now. This broadcast will be successful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hello. Amen.
1: Amen. I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah. We Hello. Yeah, Yeah, I can hear you now. You. Yeah, this this is uh. You're still breaking Please up. We're mm-hmm. Hello. Did you? You're still breaking up.
1: about now. <laughs> good. We should be good. Thank you. Okay, we should be good. Okay. All right. Back I'm connected to- to to- Wi-Fi. <laughs> Say it again? I'm connected to their
0: Wi Fi now. Okay, good. So you were saying when you got when you was praying for her to be healed, God kept healing. Her. And then when you said let your will be done, that's when she passed. Mm-hmm. I remember I, when I was getting my bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. um, one of the professors and he's a he was a man of God, He'd been preaching for years, he's older than me, my dad, and he said when it came to divine healing, it was a class on healing and the gifts of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he said, uh, yeah, let's give God praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Marjorie. Thank you, Lord, for the connection. We thank God for the connection and making everything. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank In you, Jesus' Lord. name. Oh. Uh, and he said he went to a house. a man was sick on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. And people got there and they was binding and rebuking everything, and they wanted the man to be healed. He gonna live, saying he gonna live, he gonna live. And the man mm-hmm. died, like maybe the next day or a few few days or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, this is why it's so important to know God's will because we can be binding stuff and loosing stuff, and it goes against God's good, acceptable, perfect will. Mm-hmm you know what I'm saying and, I, I, and when you said that, it made me think about what are we saying out of our mouth or pursuing or desiring to do that God says I really didn't put my 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 signature on this so sometimes we can we can delay something that God wants to do by pursuing something else or desiring something else when his will is in front of us but he says, I can't give you my will because you keep I can't go get your will. <laughs> I can't let my will be done your will in you know, and sometimes we do it that with success, we do that with money, we do that with relationships, we do that. We do so- that with
1: relationships. Let me talk about that. One.
0: <laughs> we do it with relationships all the time. And you know, I've learned to always say that if a, there's a young lady I'm interested in, I'm gonna say God let your will be done. I don't do and if it don't work out, it's not God. If I do a business opportunity, if it ain't your will for us to work, God work work together in business or ministry. Cut it off, and I, I've been seeing so. I'll say, I'll pray about it. But let me just, I, even if you feel good about it, say, God, let your will be done. Next thing I know, it didn't go through. You got to change everything, and so forth. That's not always bad, but sometimes I've learned if this is will, it might not be a timing. And sometimes it ain't his will altogether. Yeah, you know, and so it's not just knowing his will. Is it His time for His will? Right, and that's something. And some things we have to grow into. We have to become so the will of God can be coming to fruition and coming to manifestation. And sometimes God wants to will it to us. You think of a will, a parent's will. The will of the parent doesn't go to that child until the parent is dead. But you, a parent, there are certain things that will never be willed to that child. That child is a five-year-old. Either okay there's, there's something that i'll only be will to that child by specific incapulations that that the child has rulers and governors but after that child, comes age then the father decides the time in which to release that child and so sometimes we can god can will something for us or have a will for us or a specific thing but we may not be mature enough for that part of god's will true and, and for him to release it and so sometimes God is saying, not right now. Not right now. I need I need to develop you. I need to develop your character. I have to develop your faith. Mm-hmm. I have to develop your spirit, your maturity, your endurance, your heart, all these areas in your life. So now when I send my wheel, you can handle it. You can carry. It. You have the capacity to do it. You know, some, some people, as we were talking about it says some folk, they have it on their life to be a millionaire. But if God give it to him right now, <laughs> it will overwhelm them. If God put the million dollars in your, your bank account right now, some of us, I hear blew up. Just poop. I'll be just won't be able to handle it. So God has to develop us. Bible says God made Abraham rich, but he didn't make him rich in a day. That was years and time and years and cycles God made Abraham rich. hmm Mm-hmm. Bless you. But there's, there was, there was a transition. There were stages in which God blessed them. You know, mm-hmm. he had to meet this person, he had to go to this region, this place, that place, traveling here and there, adjustments. And so sometimes that's what God is doing. Like you said, He has got you now to this place where you're doing different things, and He's making you that multimillionaire. millionaire you never know what God will do six months from now. And then God exactly now, now. You're uh, absolutely right. Sometimes we have to
1: get out of our own way. Um, When you were saying, um, so, you know, I was in a relationship for a long time.
0: Yeah,
1: I was just believing God that this was the relationship. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when it did not manifest as I um, thought it would, I'm using the word manifest, but when it didn't develop into something more serious, then Um, it was like I had lost my faith. So you remember, that's why you were on my um, lives during the faith journey, right? I have a testimony to share with you. So, you know, I did share my testimony of how I got that job, right? Mm -hmm. But listen, remember I told you guys in the live how the the prophetess, Maddie Nottage, came to me in my dream, right? Mm -hmm. Well... This past weekend, she this weekend coming. She's in Houston, but somehow she did something special <laughs> this past weekend. So my grandson was like, "I want to go." So we went. Guess what? We had the opportunity to actually meet her and um, have a conversation with her, and it was so phenomenal. It was like it was almost like she was waiting for me. It was like she was waiting for me and we connected. And now that is my spiritual mom. But look how God showed me that in the dream. But I had to get out of my way. I had to let the relationship go. I had to be hurt from the relationship. I had to, um, my faith was so wavering. I know that I needed to build up my faith. And in the midst of building up my faith, guess what? This job comes along this job now what if I was angry with God and said God you you know I lost my job you had me to move to Texas and I'm out here with an apartment like you know people be looking like <laughs> like you know Shimona yeah no job you know but that's why we have to um just we just have to keep walking by faith all the time even when our faith is like it's a bit faith. it gets down to the mustard seed faith yeah, yeah, yeah. you have that faith and just God said when I came back from her last conference in Atlanta God said coming out of your exodus mm-hmm. and so I said wow and look at all that stuff that happened it's amazing and in the midst of that um, I am in a relationship a healthy relationship Um, yeah doing some things a little differently and if I could tell women this meeting someone and um, and having sex is not it's not the it's not a requirement (laughs) because it doesn't guarantee anything I hate to say that Uh, when I decided to do it the right way, when I decided to do it the right way, the right relationship came. Yes, we do. We bless God for the healthy relationship. Amen. And he respects that.
0: Amen. Amen. So. You know, that's a whole other conversation, because we, we talked about that, too. That's a whole right? other
1: conversation, because you know what? Most guys be like, Shibona, now you know a man going to have to test drive. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good conversation, because, you know, because I tell I tell you, listen, I had to learn this stuff. You know, the things that I struggle with, um, like my finances, different things. When you um, have sex with someone, remember, the the word says two becomes one so those are spirits that's coming so what spirits are he bringing what spirits are you bringing and then what spirits are coming out of all that mess to have you so (laughs) by and then that's what and you know every time like i felt guilty because for me it was like you know god the holy spirit dwells in me and i do not want to taint any part of the Holy Spirit. Like I wanted to be pure. I wanted to I wanted to be able to hear. And um and that was important for me. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: That was important for me. And I, I didn't want any more soul ties. I don't want a spirit spouse. I don't want a spirit husband. I don't want to have to keep praying about breaking spirits off my life. Come on. I know y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. But some of y'all do. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, hmm And and it being with the right one or the wrong one can can alter your, your purpose, your destiny, your route, and everything. So we have to be with the right person. It takes the right person to be able. How can you walk together unless they agree? You know, I'm sorry. People, how can two walk together unless they agree? Right. Exactly. You can't walk with someone that's not in agreement with God. Right. They're not in agreement with God, ain't no point in walking together. You know, because if you're, you're fighting God, you're going to fight me because God is in me. You understand? But this, Dr. Shimona, this has been a wonderful conversation. I want people a great to, conversation. I want people to uh, purchase your book, but I have your jewelry and lingerie uh, website on the screen right now. It's ShakiraRenee.com. Please visit if you like lingerie. Uh, if you um, enjoy jewelry, please. This is our business. Uh, um, she's an entrepreneur, she's doing a thing. Uh, please go to her website and please purchase her book um, how to be social, safe, and successful. But I have a few other things I just want to ask. Um, what would you say to the entrepreneur? You know, it's not easy. People glamorize entrepreneurship. They do. They, uh, they glamorize entrepreneurship. uh um, they glamorize entrepreneurship, but mm-hmm. the thing we should What would you say to entrepreneurs? What do what do entrepreneurs really to hear?
1: Um. Well, being an entrepreneur is hard work. It is work. There's a lot of work to put into it, and. Um, you know, once your business begin to grow and develop, you are going to need people to help you. And that has been my struggle. Um, you know, when I first came on, I talked a lot about abandonment, rejection and those things. So my level of trust with people is like, like, literally like, like down to minimal. And so and I have learned that I can't let people in, like even when I try to help people that need help. Um, it was coming back to haunt me. I was like, "Okay, so." Um, but business being a a business owner, it's not just about saying, you know, I'm going to go in and pick out a product or pick out a pick out a service, and think it's just about um selling it online and things like that. Coming from the banking industry, we have to make our businesses financially sound. And being positioned to be able to get funding, making our businesses bankable and all those great things, you know, um, for the entity I work for, I do, I work for the government and I work around small business and during the pandemic, like I saw everything so everybody had businesses right they did have businesses but their businesses wasn't in line to be a legitimate business like um did you register your business and even if you didn't register business what you a soul prop did you file mm-hmm. taxes for your business um and did you do you understand that that you do report income and i know your report expenses but you gotta have some income coming in, you? You know, to understand all those, all those different aspects of truly running and managing a business. So that's key. So yeah. So for me, I have poured a lot of money into inventory, so I am going to start doing some Facebook Lives for y'all <laughs> because I'm sitting on a lot of stuff. Like my money is tied up in jewelry, and so I have not been effective. I see I'm talking about myself effective in marketing my product, marketing my jewelry, talking about my business. You know, a lot of people don't even know that they can sign up for my jewelry company and sell this jewelry. Um, so there is there's a lot to the business aspects. And um, and guess what? At, on my website with the Success Strategist Institute, I offer classes for that. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: That's it. All right. All right, y'all. Y'all heard her. How can people get in contact with you? How can people reach you? Okay, so I know you have the
1: jewelry website on there. I if you have to go whether you go to the Success Strategist Institute or Shakira Renee dot com, both of them have information. So if you go to Shakira Renee, it's gonna be info. Or you can type in my name, Shamona S H A M O N I A, at Shakira S H A K Y R A R E N E E dot com. Or you can just do information information at Shakira Renee dot com, and I'll receive the um, I'll receive the your information your request or your request for information or you want to connect, um, whatever, one-on-one courses, whatever whatever you would like to know or do, um, you can, I'm reachable. My telephone number is 817-264- Two six four. I want to know my number. Okay, i will give you all my other number. Whoa, I'm gonna give you all my other number. Ah, nine five four five nine nine seven three one six. How can we follow you on social media? So my name. Um, and you can also um on this video. If you're on Facebook, you can look for Doctor Shimona Quimbley and follow me there. And I can, I think I'm. I've breached my limit on my friends. Or, well, guess what? If y'all want to connect and be my friend, guess what? We're going to have to bump some people off so y'all can connect. <laughs> so, you know, you, we have a lot of people that may not be active with us, but yeah, yep. you can it.
0: I love it. You love it. We all love it. Thank you, Dr. Shamar. We enjoyed you. I enjoyed you. Um, we, we enjoyed you also. Yes, a lot of insight. Um, A lot of wisdom, um, expertise, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Y'all, this is Real Talk with Dr. T. Where We have real conversations with real people about real issues. Until next time, God bless you. God loves you. I love you. Y'all be blessed. Have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.